This is the Book of Mormon for you. A daily dose of scripture thoughts by us kids to help us develop a love for the Book of Mormon to last a lifetime. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, everyone. It's Shelby. So sorry about Friday, but I'm back and I have someone new. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, guys. I'm Dawson. I'm 15 years old. And about a year ago, I used to live in Utah. And then my dad and mom got called to be part of the St. Louis, Missouri mission. My dad's a mission president. And now I live in Missouri. So yeah, that's a fun fact about me. <laughs> Is it a fun fact? Um, I mean, <laughs> sometimes I kind of wish to be in Utah, but I know it's best for me. Yeah. So I was talking to your mom and she said that you had a pretty cool experience when this all went down. Did you actually get to meet with Elder Bednar or was that something that your parents brought home and talked to you about? Well, so basically what happened is my parents, they talked to us, they said they talked to Elder Bednar and we hadn't talked to him yet but they had talked to him about the whole mission president thing. And so later after we were like ready to go and my parents had said they're willing to be assigned in Missouri, then we got to bring our whole family in and meet Elder Bednar. So that was really cool. And what was that like? Tell me about it. It was a humbling experience. Like you could just feel the spirit. And yeah, it was really, really awesome to meet him. And he just talked to us. He said, it's going to be hard, but you guys can do this. It's what the Lord wants. Was he kind of intimidating? I'm kind of scared of Elder Bednar. <laughs> um, no, he seemed really, really like genuine. And it was really cool because it's like you're always behind the TV watching conference or maybe like in the past in the conference building watching general conference. And now you're in person with him. And it's a, it's a really cool experience. Well, that's awesome. He told us about his experience as like a mission president with his wife. And yeah. And then he asked you guys to pray about it or? Yeah. So before we even met with him, that was when my parents were telling us they had met with Elder Bednar and they had been talking to him about the mission. And me and my siblings, we hadn't known anything about it. And I came home from dance working really hard. I was super tired. And my parents sat us down in the living room and they brought us together and they said, we think dad's being called as a mission president to Missouri and we're going to have to move. And when I heard that, my heart just dropped, and I, I didn't really know what to do, and I didn't know what to say. And they said, Elder Bednar would like you guys to pray about it and just really ponder it and pray with real intent to see if you can get some answers. And so I didn't know what to say, so I ran into my room. I just cried and cried and cried. I didn't want to leave my friends. I really didn't. So I knelt and I said, Heavenly Father, I don't want to leave my friends. I said, if there's anything you can do, just give me a sign. I need help. I don't want to go, but I know I need to go. And if I need to go, then I will do it. And so I had this impression. I thought the Book of Mormon. In the back of my head, I just heard this little voice open a random page and just point. And the first thing I pointed to was Ether chapter 15, verse 33. And it said, the Lord spake unto Ether and said unto him, go forth. And he went forth. And as soon as I read those words, I was just blown away that the Lord can speak to us through the Book of Mormon. And I ran upstairs and I was crying and I told my dad, I said, I'm willing to go. And I said, because I know it's right for us and for our family. And that was like such a humbling experience. And honestly, that's 
one of the things that's helped me gain my testimony was through that experience. And that's one of the coolest experiences I've probably had in my life. That is so cool. Have you had other experiences where the Book of Mormon has had answers for you? Or is that the first time? I think when I was younger, uh, I had an experience like this. It was probably when I like when I was nine, just recently baptized. I was struggling with like school and I was really sad. And I just, I asked the Lord to help me get through this. And I remember I just read the scriptures and point blank, the first thing I read was just meant for me and it really comforted me. But I, I don't know the exact details because it was so long ago. Sure. Well, that's awesome. The thing that strikes me also from your experience is the answer you got isn't the answer you wanted. No, it wasn't really the answer I wanted, but I told myself, I said, if it's what he wants, then I guess it's what I want because I want what's best for me and so does the Lord. Oh my gosh, Dawson, that's so amazing. I love that. To have that kind of faith at your age is just no wonder you guys are being called as mission presidents and things like that because you are full of faith. Where do you think that comes from? Well, my dad has always been a part of the church. He's been a summer teacher his whole life. He was a stake president for quite a bit of my life. And he's just been that example to me of true faith and I've always admired how much he loves the savior and seeing that my whole life I guess I just I loved the feeling of knowing that I had a savior that would love me and the atonement that I could have a second chance when I mess up and that when I am struggling and I need an answer that I can get on my knees and I can ask wow my mom and dad have always been really good at helping me understand what I need to do when I may be struggling or when I need an answer. I'm really grateful for that. That is just amazing. You're like every parent's dream. If you could give some advice, because there's lots of parents that listen to this too. If you could give some advice, how can a parent instill those feelings in their children without coming across like, sometimes I feel like, I like say, pushing it too much? Yes, maybe. exactly, exactly. Well, sometimes I'm going to get pretty deep right here. My sister, she got pregnant when she was 17. And it was really hard, especially with my dad being the stake president. And wow, my family didn't really know what to do. So basically, my parents knew that if they would have pushed it too much and said, this is what you need to do with the baby. This is how you need to do it. That it never really goes well because personally, when I'm being pushed to the point where it feels like I'm being forced, it doesn't really seem to correlate with me. And I don't really want to do it because I don't know, I get these sour feelings about doing something when someone's like, do it, do it, do it. But when we go and we talk to the person about what we want them to do or encourage them to do, we should go in with the heart that it's not only what I think, it's also what they think. Yeah. And when we do that, we need to go in thinking with a kind heart. So for example, hey, the prophet has asked us to study the Book of Mormon. I'm not going to force you to, but 
I just want to let you know that it'll bless you and it will help you. Yeah, that is awesome. So right now, my sister, she's married to not her boyfriend, her husband now, and they have the cutest baby ever. And I'm, it may have been hard at the time when she did get pregnant, but now I literally could not ask for a better brother-in-law. He's one of my the best examples to me. And I, I honestly want to grow up to be like him because he is such a cool dude. And my sister is literally such a good mom. I admire her so much. So that's what they decided to do was to get married. Yeah. They got married and they kept Ruby, my little niece. She's four years old. She's super smart. She's so cute. So, so, so cute. I don't want to sound like I'm glad that my sister got pregnant, but I'm glad that people can learn from experiences and change and that trials, once they're over, they can bloom into something beautiful. Right, right. So you mentioned that this was a way your parents were good parents. When they went to her, when this started, what was their advice? My dad told my sister, he said, listen, the Lord loves you. He's not going to look at you any different. And that's why we have the atonement. And my sister went into the bishop. They got everything figured out. My sister had such great courage. She went back to school, finished out her senior year like a boss. And she really just turned her life around. And I'm so grateful that I could also learn from that experience. Right. When things like that happen, you can feel very hopeless. And like that you're beyond repair. And yet you got to watch and see that she's better than before. And I love that your dad said that the Lord doesn't look at you any different. If I could instill one thing in the youth, it's that the Lord loves you the same the day before you sin as the day after you sin. That love doesn't change. So Mm -hmm. important. Wow. So I bet you feel pretty comfortable if something were to happen in your life that was scary or sad or whatever that you could go to your parents. Yeah, I love my parents. They're awesome. Okay, so back to your original story about your family being called on this mission. I'm sure that there was more comfort to be found in the Book of Mormon too as you studied Nephi and Lehi and all of them having to pack up and leave. Yeah, I actually on my wrist right now. I have First Nephi 3.7. I got a bracelet from my grandma. It says, go plus do the things the Lord commands. I've had it on for almost a year. And it hasn't been easy. It hasn't been like you made that choice no. and then everything was honky-dory from then on. It's been rough, right? Yeah, it has. It really has. So now that you're out in the wilderness with your dad and your family, what things have you had to do to make it easier to find that peace so that you can keep going when it's hard? Um, I'd say I'd like to look at things with a different perspective. Say, moving here, yeah, I'm leaving all my friends, but what can I get from this experience? What good can I see? Because when I'm looking for like the reasons not to like it down here, then I'm just not happy. But if I'm looking for reasons why it's good to live here, then I feel better about living here and being here with my family. Yeah. Well, if we could just transport all of your friends out here, it really is a great place to live. 
It is so beautiful. All the green. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, and I mean, if you think about it for a while there, you wouldn't have been with your friends anyway. You'd all been stuck at home. Yeah. Well, better time, I guess. Yeah. And I do have a lot of friends out here in Missouri. Good. And because you're out here, see, when you're out in Utah, most of your friends probably had your exact same standards. Yeah. They weren't the bomb as much as you are, but they had those standards. And out here, you really have a chance to impact a lot of lives. Yes. Have you had any opportunities where you've been able to share your testimony or anything like that with your friends out here? Well, just at school, there's a lot of kids that are struggling with, say, pornography. And they always ask me, they're like, do you watch that? Do you do that stuff? And I, I just tell them no. And they're like, why? I say, because I love Jesus Christ. And they'll be like, bro, why are you trying to act so good? And I tell them, I'm, I'm not. I'm just trying to be the best I can be because I know the reward. And sometimes it's hard because there's a bunch of bad examples. Mm-hmm. And I think, can I be a good example to this person? And when I notice they're seeing this and they're like using my example as an advantage, it really makes me feel good. Yeah, And I'm I, not perfect. I'm not perfect. Oh, you can say that all day. I'll believe what I want. <laughs> um, so I have no doubt that this isn't a calling that your parents received. This is a calling that your family received. And so you yeah. are a missionary. Yeah. And that's a lot of pressure, but it's also so many blessings. Yeah. Elder Bednar told my parents, he said, this mission is mainly to bless your kids. Your kids will receive so many blessings. For example, my brother has Crohn's disease. And first of the mission when we got here, he was doing so bad. The worst his Crohn's ever was. Then the doctors put him on Humira. Mm-hmm. And now he can eat whatever he wants. Wow. And he's doing so good. Like his Crohn's disease doesn't even phase him anymore. Wow. And my sister Addie has a super awesome boyfriend. He's super cool mm-hmm. that's a blessing and i have the opportunity to get closer to my parents that's also a blessing and yeah just blessings all around we just have to look at them with the right perspective yeah, yeah. well i appreciate you sharing this with me so much i love love stories when people open the book of mormon and find their answers and i love that yes. you were prompted to do it and that before you even read it, we're willing to do whatever it's, that's just so much faith. It's beautiful. Thank you. You're so great. And I just, mm, thank you. So good. So many kids can learn from your example and just see that the peace and the just, even when life's hard, it's easy when you're letting the Lord be part of it. Yeah. Let him steer. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus take the wheel. wheel. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. First and second books of Nephi, Jacob, Venus, Jeremiah, nine words of Mormon, and Mosiah singing. This is so fun. Alma, Helam, and third, fourth Nephi, Mormon, Ether, and Moroni. Learn the teachings of the prophets in the Book of Mormon. Hey, 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 hey!